0: If you haven't listened to my introduction on week one, session one, either head back and take a listen or go to the rowalong.com website where the full description of how to use this 2K plan is available. Now this one is actually really important It doesn't look like it when you look at what the the session actually is but this is very, very important It's two 20 minute intervals with two minutes rest in between at 18 strokes a minute and the pace is going to be around about 2k plus 20, 22 it's definitely on the slow end of things, okay? I'll explain more why we're doing it that way as we get through the row we've got 40 minutes total rowing so I can explain to you but trust me, this is one you want to hold the pace at, keep it slow but let's crack off into a four minute warm-up first, okay? now as always let's set up our machine make sure your drag factor is uh, set how you want it your monitor is at eye height so you don't have to look up or down and your straps either cover the bottom lace on your shoe or if you roll in socks or bare feet they allow you to hinge forwards properly at the front oh, i should just do that as a recording and just package it each time anyway so we're going to do a warm-up of four minutes at around about 18 strokes a minute it's all about the 18s today in three two one go Now, say roundabout, because it's only a warm-up, so what I want you to do is just row at a pace that you can gently ease yourself into. Okay? There's no real need to crack out a fast one in today's warm-up, especially as being the main session isn't a fast one. So, we're going to get a good chance to just work on our stroke and recover today as being session 2 is a toughie and session 4 is going to be a toughie So right, so we're 45 seconds into the warm up just have a wee think about what's going on with your stroke think about what your arms are like Have you got nice relaxed arms and shoulders? They're nice and straight as you approach the front. Keeping your arms straight as you drive out of the catch. Then make sure you're swinging your body angle, rocking through the hips from 1 o'clock at the front to 11 at the back. Okay. Just think about that for the time being. Straight arms and rocking through the hips. Right. And then in two more strokes. So one more after this take one of your feet out of the foot stretcher and then just continue to roll with just one leg in make sure and drive from the leg that you've got in this gives you a good chance for compression at the front one more stroke here swap feet again I'm all cocky with my no shoes so I can just slip it in and out if it takes you a few more seconds and me to get in and out don't worry about it especially today where you don't really need to be overly warm for the warm up because the session is a lot lighter okay both feet back in legs almost straight just rock through the body pull in the arms you're not using your legs here at all okay just a slight bend in your legs to make sure you're not locking your knees really feel that rock through the hips you're not bending your back you're rocking through the hips and then pulling in the handle one more here Then do the reverse, straight arms, drive with the legs. Just feel that snap into the flywheel at the front. You should really feel picking up that flywheel. That's where you accelerate and generate all your power. It's that connection at the front. And we're done. There you go, there's a simple one. So have a drink, keep on moving up and down the rails so you don't get cold. And I'll explain again briefly what we're doing today. Just a quick reminder that these podcasts are taken from the videos that I host on YouTube. If you wanna see what I'm doing rather than just listen, then check out Row Along on YouTube or head to rowalong.com. So once again, we're gonna do two 20-minute intervals with two minutes rest. And it's gonna be 18 strokes per minute. Pace-wise, well, if you're taking it from a 2K pace training point of view, then it's going to be run right about 2K plus 20, maybe 22. If you're doing an effort out of 10 value, you're looking at run right about a 4 or 5. See, it really is going to be an easy one today. And this means that if you're one of the people that's just going to aim for a pace that means you can get to the end, then just really take it slow, okay? Slower is better on this one today. So, no point in hanging around. Might as well just kick into it, and I'll explain more while we're through the row, so... 18 strokes a minute, pick what your pace is supposed to be. In three, two, one, go. So, it is gonna feel nice and light today, okay? This isn't gonna be one of the tough killer ones, however you're still rowing for 40 minutes plus the warm up so I would imagine that both of us are going to be sweaty messes by the end of this now there's a 2 minute interval sorry 2 minute rest period in between might seem a bit redundant if you're rowing really slow anyway But what it does is it stops you from hitting from hitting a kind of a exhaustion point and like tapping out your muscles and whatever it kind of lets you work hard in terms of kind of the longevity of working I guess, but you're not working hard as far as your muscles are concerned because you're kind of 2k plus 20, 22. and at the same time your cardio shouldn't really be blown out should just be breathing a little bit heavier should certainly be hot and sweaty by the end of it anyway I'm going over stuff I've already said Uh, but yeah so just this is Setting you up for session four, which is a fast top end one. Okay, so we've had a bottom tier for session one. Session two was mid tier and was hard work. This is another bottom tier and then session 4 is top tier so I want you to make sure that you've got a good strong energy system ready for session 4 you don't want to tap yourself out today and not be able to perform for session 4 Okay. But then I should never dismiss the slow stuff like this. For one big reason. And my favourite reason. Well, other than food. Which is giving you a chance To work on your technique Now I know I can sound like a broken record For technique And actually I'm not even repeating myself Without repeating myself But I don't want anybody to come to these videos having never watched any of my other ones where I've talked about technique and then suddenly I don't talk about it in this one it's the first one you've seen and no one's telling you the key points on the rowing stroke so yes I talk about it a lot but good for everyone it's good to have a recap of what you're supposed to be doing regardless of how experienced you are so I'll get into technique in today's row two in just a sec but just want to quickly flag my heart rate for anyone that uses heart rate training or is interested so my resting heart rate is usually about well 236 and 40 and my calculated max heart rate using nearly all formulas is 175 okay and we're just past six minutes into this first interval and my heart rate is sitting at 120 which I believe always get these the wrong way around so that? UT3 maybe goes back to front doesn't it 3 is easy and then 2 is a little tougher and then 1 is tougher still fun enough so that's where we are for heart rate etc. I'll be interested to see how much of a drift it gets as we get towards the end of this first 20 minute interval. So how are you doing? Are you managing to keep up with the rhythm of this stroke rate? an awkward one just basically one stroke every three and a third seconds but as long as you just follow along with me you'll be at the right tempo but as all of the lower rates stroke rates this is still about putting in a good solid drive out with your legs and then using the majority of the time of your stroke for recovery so it's pretty much one second drive two second recover or 1.1, 2.2 if you want to be very pedantic but it's actually probably one second drive and 2.3 recover anyway so what I'm saying is it's not an equal drive and recover we still want to lay in a good solid drive and then you just take your time to recover to the front of the machine again which basically means that two thirds of the time in this session you're not rowing or you are you're recovering And that works most effectively with the right technique. And so if you want to utilise the best part of your recovery as recovery, what you don't want to be doing is using muscles that you don't need to use. So that includes pulling yourself forward by yanking against the foot straps at the end of the drive so when you get to the end here you want to make sure your feet are relaxed and not pulling against the foot strap because what that does is activates your quads as you brace against it to then pull yourself up the rail. You don't need to do that. That means you're using your muscles in a way that really doesn't help you. So, it might sound easier said than done, but the key to that is to make sure your leg drive is finished before you pull the handle into your body so it's very for me it's well at this rate it's hopefully quite easy to see that I drive legs, arms so when I say legs legs, arms that's when my leg drive is finished. Legs, arms. So. And why that matters is it means that you're putting all of the drive force through your body. Through your arms and into the handle. And it means you're not having to fight against momentum that's hoofing that way by jamming your feet on the foot straps because it's all gone into the handle and into the flywheel. So not only are you wasting potential speed by flexing against the foot straps at the end, you're also like I said activating muscles you really don't need to I don't think of an equivalent would be like doing a bicep curl on the way back getting a dumbbell and going you wouldn't do that would you apologies if that was offensive to anybody you get what I mean you only want to use the muscles that you need to use for your rowing stroke now fair enough that's usually at one point or another in the stroke all of your muscles but if you can avoid unnecessary reactivation of that muscle you won't tire as quick so that's part of it but then your body angle also has to be in the right position to get you back up the rail if you're not using your feet to pull yourself up and how do you make that happen? hopefully you're telling me right now and I in a funny way can hear you no I can't so spoke in the warm up about the importance of your body rock from 1 o'clock to the front to 11 o'clock to the back So no matter who you are, try and concentrate on whether that's what you're doing. Helps if you've got a mirror kind of offset. I've got one in the corner of the studio where I can assess my stroke and admire my quite ridiculous hair and beard. Uh, but you can also just concentrate on your body position mostly by thinking about your forward lean and maintaining it as long as possible your body pretty much always wants to end up leaning back on the rowing stroke but trying to maintain that forward lean as long as possible that's the real trick because that's how the power gets through your body and into the flywheel efficiently so right, so hopefully you'll have assessed and maybe tweaked what's going on with your body rock and like I say it's through the hips not you're not slumping your back you want to rock and embrace your core at the back end as you pull the handle in But how does that help with your recovery I hear you ask well if you think about your body rocking from one at the front to eleven at the back you also have to return to one at the front and you do that by getting the handle away and over your knees before they bend what happens is as you put your handle away the momentum shift helps with that body rock forwards so you initiate the body rock with the handle your momentum's now shifted that way and then As you bend your knees, you effortlessly slide forwards. So you really shouldn't feel as though your return takes any effort at all. The key is really getting this handle away over your knees with straight arms and a good thing this goes back to the low rate we're rowing at today is you can really concentrate on handle away body rock handle away body rock for all the time in the world to get that right and then what it means is with your straight arms and your body already rocked into the one o'clock position you don't have to do anything else with your arms or your body you just have to drive out of the catch and do it all over again just like that alright so this first interval has been very much even by my standards quite dull I've spoken about pacing and technique I'm not going to make any promises that the next interval will be any more exciting but... We'll need to still touch on just remembering technique points. But we'll talk about other stuff. Okay, one more stroke here. There you go, so my heart rate stopped. Not stopped, but as that interval stopped, is only 127 beats per minute. Which, ugh, oh, I should really do the maths before. Next time, next time, do the mass before you get on the machine. Percentage-wise, I mean, that's a few times my resting heart rate. But then, yeah, about 75%-ish. If my maximum is 175, then 127 is... Could be like 70 to 75, which is probably actually still quite high for what this session is supposed to be. If you're a heart rate training purist, but I'm not. I'm just along for the ride. Anyway, so 20 minutes. I mean, it's just, this is really just a functional foundation, bottom tier, just to get you moving. And plus there's a good chance that you've never, you've never rode 40 minutes. In one session before so this little two minute rest in between is quite helpful the two 20 minutes chance for a quick drink excuse me and then by the time two minutes is over you're fully recovered ready to do it all over again and that might then mean that next time you can do 40 minutes like this without having to stop uh, or you can do Half an hour without having to stop rather than 20 minutes and stopping. So it's all about just getting you fit and able to train for longer and roll faster. So, all right, 10 seconds, nine, eight. Just going to do exactly the same thing again. Five, four, three, two, one, go. <sighs> of course, an, <laughs> an evil part of me could just get the last interval and just replay it <laughs> I could just go back in and have a nice mug of hot chocolate or something <sighs> well I'm pretty sure you might you might notice as dull as my chat is I think you'd still go hang on I know we hear him say the same things about technique but this seems very familiar there you go, so (laughs) your reward for making it through the first interval is 20 minutes of me just talking rubbish but before I talk rubbish just make sure and as you drift away my dulcet tones just concentrate every few strokes on your technique hands away over your knees and the body rock okay you can throw in all the other cues like straight relaxed arms as you drive not bending too early you can think about making sure your shins are vertical at the front again helping call you up like a spring from the right position to drive through your stroke and there's even finer points like make sure your core is engaged throughout the stroke try and keep a neutral chin so you don't want to be launching your head back and snapping your neck so even sometimes a light tuck a light tuck, not an overtuck of the chin what you don't want to do is slump because of that so neutral just means staring straight ahead at the monitor throughout the whole stroke I sometimes find it's easier to just look at the number 2 on the monitor if you've got Concept 2 go to the right height I find just zoning out by looking at the little two in that R sign that kind of keeps my head and my back at the right angle for the right kind of straightness no wait what word am I thinking of? Oh, it's completely gone. It's not vertical. It's not angle I am looking for. I don't want to say erect. Ah, oh well. Whatever. You get what I mean. Posture. Powerful posture. Is that better? Who Speaking of which, I was reading a lot about specific seat to put on top of the concept too like a, a pad to put on top of the standard seat uh, <laughs> the name of which has completely escaped me citrix citrix oh, I'll post it in the comments uh a big discussion about it on the Concept 2 Indoor Rowing Hub on Facebook where somebody asked about its effectiveness and then suddenly everybody, well not everybody but loads of people have started piling in to see how effective it is and not just from a numbum point of view because I don't really suffer from a numb bum when I row. you may but because I use no padding at all far from the ever increasing padding on my backside due to lockdown anyway it was more about how good it was at improving your posture which I know I have a problem with so anyway just a long-winded way of saying there is a seat topper out there which people say can give you a much better experience as far as your any butt sensation is concerned but also power and posture I may try one but last I saw they were like 110 pounds so I'll wait wait until I generate enough revenue from this channel through the Google ads and then once I've got enough I'll buy one then I can review it for you this uh, reminds me not that I want to self-publicize too much but if you're interested in kind of basic information about indoor rowing including what apps are out there to help mostly the concept 2 rowing machine then do check out the revs the other website i run uh, indoor rowing info.com again i'll put it in the notes where i've got a page with but 30 different apps that you can use. Some of them are just diary enhancers. Some of them are games. Some of them have like training plans and stuff in them. Although, why would you do anyone else's training plan? teamed up with the guys at ErgZone it's a Android and iOS app and they are going to go looking into how they can host these videos but the video also controls your PM monitor if you have a concept too, and that could be good I could launch my own merchandise which no one would buy I could start selling these very swish PDP t-shirts don't worry I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start pushing my own product this is this entire channel and everything I do with indoor rowing is really just me trying to give back to as many people as I can the things I've learnt. The way I figure it, I know stuff, I can share that stuff, I can help people like you pass the time of day on a rowing machine, and help those of you who are looking for a training plan etc and all just with what goes on in my, in my wee brain and just my knowledge as a video editor and making websites over the years so why not help? Everything I've ever done to any kind of okay-ish level I've strived to be able to teach people. In fact, if I ever told you I've written a book. All right, think about your technique. Come on. Don't get too excited. It's got nothing to do with rowing. In a previous life, like 20 years ago, for 20 plus years ago, actually, I was a club DJ playing kind of progressive house, trance, and that kind of music. books and cats and 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 that stuff. Anyway, so as I was teaching myself what to do how to DJ I figured I'd write it all down and then I got a few megabytes free web space back in the days of FreeServe so I thought why not put it online and eventually loads of people started coming to my wee website to learn how to DJ and then about a decade later I got in touch with the four dummies people because they didn't have DJing for dummies and lo and behold about it was 2007 end of 2007 I released DJing for Dummies and again it was just I'd learnt how to do something I figured I knew a way that I'd be able to teach people it worked from an internet point of view so there's no reason it wasn't going to work as a book and it's now on third edition. I figure, how long is it been out for? 13 years. Maybe, maybe 100,000 copies, I don't know. Which I think sales figures every year. But anyway, not bad, eh? don't really do it anymore nobody wants a 45 year old DJ or at least unless I was Sasha or Digweed or Oakenfold or one of the greats I don't think anyone would want me rocking up to a local nightclub would be like Let dad in. This is why often the the links that I'll post to like SoundCloud mixes and things, it'll be like Sasha or Dead Mouse or someone like that, because I got a history with DJing as well as history with drumming (laughs) what else? squash uh, poker for a while (laughs) jack of all trades master of nothing alright so we're under Five minutes to go. Now, cardiac drift wise, remember I finished the last one at 127 beats per minute. Well, right now, we're just under four and a half minutes to go. I've rocketed to 144. now I could be because I can't shut up and I keep on talking to you when I should be focusing on my rowing but I was pretty much talking the same amount in the first interval and my heart rate wasn't this high so it just shows when I was saying about the pacing that if I'd have gunned this at 2k plus 18 or even 20 I probably would be putting quite a high toll on my body making recovery in time for session 4 bit of a shaky outcome as it is I'm probably too active now, should probably ease off but I'm not gonna because I have to take a rest day tomorrow so have a rest then I'll do the top tier session. Been trying to not talk food today but had a lovely chicken pie. Oh just a quarter of one don't (laughs) I not a whole one. I had that about an hour and a half before this row lots of veggies roasted sweet potato lovely but I made that tragic mistake of eating too soon to rowing right so coming up for a minute and a half left just spend this last minute and a half just being sure your technique's okay because this is the point where fatigue and hope combine to make you do strange things on the rowing machine and your technique can just go away with the fairies so make sure drive with the legs think about pushing the machine away with your legs with straight arms and that's all you have to do with your forward lean put straight arms push the machine keep a forward lean and that's how you put power into the machine and then you finish by swinging your back to 11, and with a good, strong finish of the handle, pulling it into your chest around right about sternum height. There you go. Hopefully, that was the cues you needed to finish this row properly instead of. Flailing around out uh, of fatigue. Yeah, 142 my heartbeats. There we go. That was our last stroke. Well done. I'm going to go into a two minute cool down. Regardless of how um, fatigued you feel right now, do jump into a cool down. You want to ease your heart that down to kind of closer to its resting rate and you want to just keep the blood pumping around your body pumping through your muscles trying to flush away any um I say acid so that's the right, lactate I know they changed their mind about lactic acid a lactate or thing isn't it oh. I am not a sports scientist I am a man with a plan anyway so that was session 3 of week 1 in the bag <clears throat> yes it's long yes it's slow but it gives you a chance of working technique and you should still have got a good hot and sweaty workout out of it not every workout has to finish with you breathing like a I don't know laughing hyena? No, I don't know I don't know where I'm going with that one sometimes just low slow and hard is just as valuable as the lung busters so anyway remember to check out my website where the training plan is listed with all the details uh all the thinking behind it, pacing behind it and stuff. Um, go to the Facebook group where you can discuss and chat with other folks about how you got on through these and talk to me and all that kind of stuff. Leave comments on the YouTube channel, subscribe. All the socials. Apart from Google+. Plus. never really got into Google+. Plus. Anyway, that's the two-minute cooldown done. Oh, thank you so much for joining me today. I don't think I would have done that two times twenty if it wasn't for your company. So thank you very much. Um, oh, I don't even know what today's hashtag should be. What was I talking about? Ah, oh, it's just well, how do you do hashtag DJing? D J I N G, yeah, DJing. that will be today's hashtag. Just why not? Hey. Oh, it always surprises me how many people actually make it to the end of these. Unless of course you're zipping to the end just to get to this bit, and then you've already done that, and now you're listening to me. He just, he's like, oh, he's waffling on. Has he said his hashtag or not? Ah, and leave you hanging. Anyway. Be well, bye-bye. For more info and to check out the YouTube videos, go to rowalong.com.